Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings and it is Tuesday the 9th of May. And as usual, with all the information contained in this podcast, it is general advice only. So please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. All right, well, let's kick things off as normal with the scores on the doors and a bit of a wishy-washy night in the US on the back of that stunning performance on Friday. We saw the Dow Jones closing down 56 points, or 0.17%, 33,619. It had a high of up 73 and a low of minus 165. It does seem as if the market is on pause ahead of the CPI and the PPI number later this week. NASDAQ up 22 points, or 0.18%. 12,257, and the S&P 500 in the middle for diddle, barely registering a pulse, up 0.05%, two points to 4138. The VIX volatility index, given there wasn't any, was down 1.2%, 16.98. So the market's still very sanguine about the risks out there. The ASX 200 SPY futures down eight points after a 57-point rise yesterday. Uh, We did see resources knocking the lights out yesterday at 1.8%, and banks uh, doing well yesterday as well, up uh, around 1.2% too. So ASX futures down down eight points, or 0.11%. Looking at other markets overseas, we had the stock 600 up 0.4. FTSE was closed for the coronation Holiday, Germany down 0.05, nothing there. France up 0.1, nothing there. So not a very exciting night, not much to go on, as they say. Looking at US stocks, we had Apple down 0.04, Meta up 0.2, Google up 2.1, Microsoft down 0.6, Amazon up 0.2, Tesla 1% higher, Netflix 2.6% higher, Nothing shaking but the trees in the U.S. banks either. J.P. Morgan up 0.24. Citigroup up 0.1. Goldman's down 0.2. Bank of America down a James Bond, 007. And Wells Fargo up 1.2%. Block, the artist formerly known as Square, was down 0.8. ExxonMobil up 0.4. General Motors up 1.2. And Walmart up 06 in ADRs, BHP was up 0.13 of a percent, and Rio up 0.3 of a percent. So, nothing but a big yawn really today on the cards. Looking to commodities, we had Brent crude up 1.6 percent. So there may be some life in those energy stocks. They did get a boost yesterday. Woodside and Santos on the back of the uh, proposed budget changes for the petroleum rent resource tax which looks to be far less worrisome for the big gas companies than they had previously thought. WTI up 2.5%, $1.81. Gold up $4.50, another yawn up 0.2%. Of course, LME metals prices were unchanged because the LME was closed, obviously, for coronation holiday. So nothing coming out of there. But the iron ore price did perk up quite a lot. Yesterday, 
up 3.7%. Dalian Iron Futures up 1.6% as well. And we did see lithium, that little bounce there, starting 2.8% higher. Uh, We did see, of course, yesterday that Morgan Stanley report suggesting that lithium had reached the turning point in lithium stocks yesterday, generally well and truly in demand. Looking at bond yields, another big yawn. U.S. 10 years, 3.507. Two years, just above 4%. Smidge, 4.001. Aussie 10s, 3.47. And Bitcoin down uh, to 27,571, down 6.6%. There are some issues with Binance in terms of getting your money out. They have frozen withdrawals on a number of occasions, which has shaken a little bit of confidence in that one. Uh, Aussie dollar uh, down 0.04% to 67.80. And the US dollar index 101.38. So nothing very exciting to go on today, to say the least. We did get uh, in the US, we did get a few resource prices on the move. Albemarle up 3.4%. And uh, Alcoa up 1.9%. But with London commodity markets closed, obviously uh, that there means not a lot of action in our market today. Looking at the US market, traders awaiting that key data on April CPI report, which is due Wednesday, and the producer price index on Thursday. We did see the regional banks gaining a little bit. Shares of PacWest uh, gained at 3.6%. And uh, Western Alliance shares ended up about 0.6% with uh, Wells Fargo and JP Morgan Chase also up a little bit. Some moves after hours, some big moves at Lucid, which is the EV maker, down 8%. Growing losses in the first quarter, but said it had enough cash to continue operating into next year. That's a result. Palantir, this is the software stock. It soared 22% beating analyst expectations the first quarter, issuing upbeat guidance as well, and PayPal results as well after hours. Shares down around 5.5% and after they issued weak current account expectations for earnings. Morgan Stanley's uh, chief equity strategist, Mike Wilson, thinks the stock market is overly optimistic about the chances for a Fed rate cut being accompanied by durable growth, meaning there could be pain ahead. So there we go. And we do have today on the local front, uh, not a lot going on, but CBA has come out with their third quarter profit, uh, saying it was flat compared with the first half, but it was up 10% on a year earlier. Uh, Bank margins are stabilising, it appears. Uh, CBA has ditched its cashbacks, uh, but its unaudited third quarter net profit hit $2.6 billion. Home loan arrears remained low at 0.44% of total loans, while credit card and personal loans arrears ticked up by 5 basis points and 14 basis points respectively. And they said, Matt Common said, we expect to see further increases in arrears rates as the full effects of the interest rate increases are borne by borrowers in the months ahead. So there we go. Uh, As far as the CET1 goes, Uh, We do have uh, 12.1%. The market was going for 11.6%. So the number's pretty much in line. The market consensus was 2.58 billion for that Q3 cash NPAT. 2.6 billion was the number. So pretty much uh, in line there. The highlights, uh, expenses flat on headline basis. Operating performance flat versus the first half. Loan impairment expenses 2 
123 million and home loan arrears remain low. So those are the headlines from CBA. In other news today, uh, leadership changes at A2 Milk. Um, We have uh, Kevin Bush, Kate's brother, will now lead the US business. He was the Executive General Manager of the Australian New Zealand Division, and he has been appointed to MD of the US Division. Meanwhile, the Chief Strategy Officer, Eleanor Corr, on top of her current role, become Managing Director of the Australian and New Zealand Division. And some uh, news today, well, it was actually news yesterday, Invictus Energy got a bit of a mention in the AFR, which is unusual. Uh, said it found oil and gas and helium in the Carbora Bassa Basin in the north of Zimbabwe. So there we go. Um, that was out yesterday. They also said they saw presence of helium gas in commercial concentrations. In other news today, we have uh, Kelsian Group has initiated a neutral at Bank of America. Westpac has been downgraded to underperform from outperform at CLSA. Uh, West Farmers initiated equal weight at Morgan Stanley. Amcor has signed a definitive agreement to acquire Moda Systems, although the terms are unknown there. And looking at other broker moves today, just hold with me. Janus Henderson has been upgraded to neutral from underperform at Credit Suisse. And Deterra Royalties initiated neutral at JP Morgan. Westgold has provided an update on expansion of the Bluebird mine. Production record in April of 48,000 tonnes at 3.7 grams a tonne for 5.8 thousand ounces there from the Bluebird. And drilling uh, will also continues to deliver high-grade results outside of mine footprint, including 11.9 metres at 7.3 grams a tonne gold from 195 metres. So some promising results there from Westgold. Of course, the big event today is the budget. Plenty of leaks beforehand. And it looks like the Treasurer Jim Chalmers, G-Y-M, as the Sydney Morning Herald spelt it for most of the weekend, is going to reveal a $4 billion surplus, but deficits still to come. It will be the first surplus in the budget since, well, since the GFC, 15 years. So that is uh, significant. Uh, Virgin boss uh, Jane Hardlicker also to take personal leave. And that is about it from our market this morning. Question of the day. We've now seen the big four banks and Macquarie deliver their results. Uh, What did you take out of the bank results? And what is your favourite bank now to invest in after the results? Well, that's it from me today. Thank you very much for listening. As always, may the trading gods be with you.